This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I would rather fight 25-year-olds than watch this bullshit. I'm Sean Rollins. <laughs> I'm Remington Chase. Ah, uh, Remington. It's good to be back, wouldn't you say? Well, it's... I'm here. <laughs> I am back. <laughs> you're back. You're ready for another round of awesome anime. You are making a lot of assumptions. <laughs> I'm trying to boost you up, bring some positive energy into our podcast, because I've been told that we can be really negative lately. Or, well, in general, honestly, because (laughs) there's a lot of fuck yous back and forth between us. It's true, it's true. I'm going to try and hold back on those a little bit. I want some nice, positive, wholesome energy between us for once. And look, let's be real. It's hard to be wholesome and positive when you have somebody who's crushing your hopes and dreams and everything you love and care about. That applies to us both, Sean. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think it's a good time to make an effort for that, because Remy and today we have a very special anime I want to talk about. Oh, here we go. What's what's with the nerves there, bud? Whenever you talk about like, oh, let's get sweet and wholesome and we're going to just watch a good old Conception or Keijo and it's going to be the bane of my fucking existence. Or maybe you're going to be like, we're going to watch a shoujo today and it's or a slice of life and it's just real good. And then I'm like, oh, and so just nothing is going to happen and I'm going to fucking hate it and it's going to pretend that relationships exist even though they don't. Man. All right, what the fuck are we? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I've already, I've already done you've it. You've ruined it. No. Okay. Okay. I'm positive now. I'm, I'm positivity. In, I, I just need to vent now. I'm in a in a good mood. I'm, I'm optimistic. Everything's gonna be fine. So Remington, the anime we're gonna talk about today is loved by so many people. <laughs> a large <laughs> no, number shit. of people. Great. Love it. Dude, <laughs> great to hear. Yeah. I mean, surely with... the masses can't be wrong. When has that ever happened historically? <laughs> oh, calm down, Julius. We are gonna into the real nitty gritty of anime this time around because I don't know if you noticed but my dude it's December it, it, it is we, we, we we're in in December and Christmas is just like right around the corner it's like m- maybe a, a week away once we post this or something like a week and a half maybe it's okay they don't care if we're accurate or not clearly <laughs> it, it is insert time left here until Christmas. And that's a good time. It's exciting. Christmas is a wonderful time of year. You and I, we're we're Halloween people through and through. Oh, yeah. But let's be honest. We love us some Christmas. Oh, yeah. I I have been that jackass singing Christmas carols throughout the year many times in my life. And I am not ashamed. When have you ever been ashamed of your jackassery? Exactly. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Uh, And I figured that this would be a chance to give you a genuine Christmas gift. Uh, Not just you, but myself as well because, uh, you know, after some of the things we got sent last time, yeah. uh, I need a pick-me-up, to say the least. <laughs> that, after having all of our uh, uh, opinions and thoughts just brutalized after last week, who knows why, uh, we, 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 we could definitely use some, some happiness. Some cheer, some positivity, and some promises that need to be kept. Well, I'm ready to see it, Holly and Jolly. All right. Uh, unfortunately, not going to be a Christmas anime this time around. That's, right. that, that's for next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's my plan currently. I want to actually give you a genuine Christmas anime uh, this year because last year I... Uh... <laughs> 
I kind of pulled the wool over your eyes a little bit. Yeah. The steel wool because it hurt quite a lot. Yes. Uh, but hopefully, hopefully, even though this isn't directly Christmas related, it still counts as a gift. Uh, but that begs the question, what the fuck is it, Sean? I say very cheerfully. That was a very cheerful what the fuck. I'm not, I'm not too used to hearing cheer from your voice, no matter how forced and pained it is. Because broken cheer, Sean. Oh. My specialty. <laughs> Remington, I made you a promise a while back. Are, are we keeping promises now? We are. Oh, fuck. I I'm mean. I've made quite a few commitments. I keep my promises, Remington. <laughs> I often keep my promises eventually. I'm now on the Discord. <laughs> After a month of torture, Remington. It, it's true. The worst part is that I've also made a certain promise to the Discord about ranking all Pokemon based on fuckability, but that's neither here nor there. That's it going to be in the far future. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Might make it a reward on our Patreon. We'll see. Oh. <laughs> Oh, but Remington, I promised you something almost a year ago now. Oh, shit. All a, right. A little early, and I, I'm ashamed of myself for not getting to it, but there was just so much that took priority. Uh, we had a lot of situations with anime that were recently coming out that we needed to talk about. We had some old school ones that were so heavily recommended that I just could not hold back any longer. We had some redemptions and some, well, whatever the opposite of a redemption is, a damnation, if you were, of certain <laughs> shows that we went back and yep. talked about. Uh, a lot can happen in a year, so much so that I only did two out of three things. Yes, two out of three things. Obviously, the two out of three, number one, you weaved the fuck out on a weekly basis. That's a given. Number two, you 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 caressed my heart lovingly only to puncture it with your vampire fangs, sucking all of, of the blood out of, of my body. But the third missing thing is Cory in the house part I can't even laugh at that joke, Remington. <laughs> That's how deeply hurt I am. I talk about honesty, about keeping promises, and you bring that shit up to me. You dare come into my strangely tight recording box studio made out of carpet, and you dare say to me, Cory in the House Part 2. So I take it that's not it. No, Remington. We are not doing Cory in the House Part 2. <laughs> we will never do Cory in the House Part 2. If I don't I think that's up to you. <laughs> I will do everything in my power to prevent this, as I do not think... I could watch another... Oh, no, I have an idea. I'll see you guys in the Discord. Sean, don't worry about it. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> All right, so what are we doing this week, Sean? Oh, I hate that. <laughs> what, what you know, I, I don't, you I'm not restricted from the Discord. You know that, right? <laughs> don't worry about it, Sean. Oh, that means it's something he doesn't care about me seeing. I'm spooked. All right, uh, so so what, what was the promise? What What's going on? What's happening? What are well, we talking about? Remington, last year, uh, I, it was either the very end of December or the very beginning of January, I gave you you a choice. A choice of choosing which of my top three anime of 2018 to cover. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, the only other promise I, I made to you that involved threes. Yeah, good time. Uh-huh. Uh, and I realized, you know, as the year is ending, oh, shit, I'm a year late. <laughs> 2019 is around the corner, and I need to figure out my top three for that uh, year now, and that's going to be a little bit harder, because uh, there's a bit of a weird mix, and I'm trying not to choose uh, sequel seasons, because, you know, that's that's a whole nother kettle of fish that oh of course new anime specifically new anime uh and i gave you a couple prompts some vague prompts to help you decide on which show you'd like to watch the first show we watched uh was uh a yorimoi or a place further than the universe which l the last time i did rankings was my number one ranked 
which is completely fair as it's one of my top five easily uh, of all time. Hell, we wouldn't have this show if we didn't have that anime. So good. So good. We'll have to finish it one of these days. That'll be nice. Maybe that'll be another Christmas present for you. Oh, I'm down. Uh, The second one was a show that you had some pretty mixed feelings on. You wanted to dislike it, but you had a hard time actually doing so. Yeah. That would be uh, Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Yeah, that was a weird one. Yeah, it's a very strange one. Very popular one. Uh, Recently actually got its movie out as well, and I missed it, and I'm upset about that, but I've been told really good (laughs) things about it. Whether or not we'll get a, it'll come round uh, to streaming services is hard to say. I hope it does. So we've gone from love it mixed, so now it's time for the one that I despise, right? (laughs) Well, Remington... While I rank uh, Yorimoi at the top of those three, and uh, you also do, yep. uh, and I put Rascal probably at the bottom of that, this one is easily cemented in the second place. And the only reason it's my second place is because of how much of an effect Yorimoi had on me specifically. Okay, okay, so it should be should be better than mixed. Yes, you could say that, especially considering it's by one of my favorite studios. Uh, that would be Kyoto Animations, KyoAni. Hey, okay, I... I... I generally like their stuff. There, you've only seen two, uh, one, maybe two shows that you did not a like, fan of. I feel like, yeah, because we there, there was Silent Voice, which I gave a thumbs up, although it was critically flawed. Because <laughs> you can't say anything fully nice about something. <laughs> I mean. Uh, yep. Uh, then there was the Chunibyo one. Oh, yeah, which I wanted to love, but didn't. Uh, that's one we also get a lot of angry emails about. I'm uh, aware. They want us to go back to it, which we will eventually. Uh, uh, then K-On. Yeah, which was good. Yeah, so all in all, it's a pretty positive experience with uh, Kyo as it should be, because honestly, just scrolling through Kyoani's stuff right now, there's only like two shows in here that I'm not a huge fan of, and that's because one of them is just reverse fan service, the anime. Oh, fuck. Uh, and it's, it's not very good, and a lot of it is, uh, I'm gonna get emails about that one. Uh, trust me, I understand how freeing it is. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, not my cup of tea. There are so many anime that do so much better, like Haikyuu. But that's besides the point. No idea what was just said. But if I remember, there were some words given. And the one that was left over, it was like war, letters, and another word. Empathy. Empathy. War, letters, and empathy was was this one. Yep. I gave you three vague words to describe each show and see what procked your interest the more. Uh, The first one of the, obviously, was the, uh, oh, I forget what word. I used. I used something along the lines of cute, uh, adventure, and, uh, Emotional, I think it was something along those so, lines. Something like human or emotional. Human. Yeah, human. That was the word yeah. I used. And the other one was uh, along the lines of supernatural mystery romance. Uh, very vague, very yep. generic, but I figured that might interest you because of how vague it was. Yep. Uh, this one was hyper-specific with how I, I chose the words. Yeah, I still have not really any idea what to expect. Every time, the, the brief moments that I've thought of this in, in past year, so like twice. <laughs> I, I keep... When we've mentioned it on the show. Yeah, I just keep... Of imagining like like World War Two, and you just have a soldier, and they're sending letters, basically like the Notebook starring Hitler, and that's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was his uh, second, not as popular book, uh, Mein Hot. <laughs> 
Oh, masterpiece. Oh, uh, God. We're going but, to hell for that but one. It's been, but that's that's sort of what I've been imagining this whole time, which I, I wouldn't, I, I would guess that that is inaccurate, but still, that's the only picture that I have. I mean, you got the war in the letters. Uh, yeah, and it is one hell of an empathetic tale as it develops. Oh, yeah? You think it's a very heavy, deep-seated romance in the times of war and how war can tear apart relationships both new and old and uh, bring what once were friends against each other in a dramatic clash of ideals. That could be what it is. It could. And I think that it would be a nice little Nazi romance, which obviously (laughs) is a genre that understandably uh, is lacking. I don't know. Have you seen Springtime for Hitler? (laughs) You know what? Shit, you're right. (laughs) If you haven't, it's an experience. (laughs) That's a real thing, by the way. Oh, yeah. No, uh, go watch it. It's funnier. <laughs> Most things are. <laughs> All right, so so I'm I'm guessing that the notebook but with Hitler is a wrong picture of it. So what what is it instead? What is it actually? Well, Remington, you were right on some fronts. Uh you said World War II. Yeah. That's pretty close. Think okay, it's okay. more World War One, but in a alternate universe, per se. So there are some okay. light fantasy elements attached to it. About that technology level though. So you've got a lot of uh guns and machinery, gasoline powered vehicles, diesel, things like that. Oh, okay. Is it sort of going to be like a full metal alchemist deep? In a way, yes, actually. Cool. Yeah, so in that same kind of uh, technology level and period, uh, where radio is the biggest form of entertainment and people still send letters uh, as a primary form of communication. There is long distance radio and Morse code and things like that, but nobody wants to sit next to a box, listen to... Always the worst escape room puzzle. Oh my God. Without fail. Oh God, just because it was used once does not mean it's an effective way of communication. It's such a hassle. All right, so that that's the general time period, mm-hmm. and you have. I'm I'm gonna guess. Um, was I right about like soldier? And, you are correct about the soldier. And then somebody like left home. Not quite. Okay. Uh, so this takes place after the war is done. Oh. So it's uh, post uh, World War One esque. Okay. And the country is recovering and trying to get used to the idea of not being at war and how to proceed with that. Uh, it's much easier for some, harder for others, as you might imagine, uh, but it's ha- especially hard for our main character, because our main character, her name is Violet Evergarden. Okay. And that is the name of the show. Ah, actually, uh, a female protagonist, I mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, she, uh, had a bit of a troubled past during the war. Uh, to put it simply, she was a child soldier. Mm. And as such, all she's known the majority of her life is war and killing people. So, she is essentially emotionally stunted to an extreme degree. I, are, are we going to be exploring like PTSD in this? Yes, we are. Okay. Now, <laughs> you have to. <laughs> First of all, uh, that's a great thing to explore. It can be very uh, fascinating, compelling, uh, very uh, emotional as well as provide general insight. However, <laughs> we have explored PTSD once before on this podcast and it went not ideally is how I, I will nicely describe it. Hey, Recky, how's that rewriting the first uh, arc of Sword Art going? Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, which I did read the first book of, by the way. Oh, God. He's gotten better. That, uh, it's hard. He actually has an interesting... It's Yeah, he has an interesting, char- a semi-interesting character that doesn't seem to want Kirito's dick, which I applaud him Praise for. Praise me. Uh, but I'm I'm hoping that, that this one, and it would be hard not to, d- handles it a little bit more nuanced. 
you could say that. This show uh, took everybody by surprise. Oh. Uh, because it's a Netflix exclusive. Okay, interesting. Uh, made by KyoAni. Yep. And it popped up a little bit near the beginning of uh, 2018. Uh, we saw little clips from it and some trailers, and it looked gorgeous. This is probably one of the most beautiful anime, uh, especially in TV series, that we've ever seen. Like that That is a trend in the past few years that I'm all in on. Like, it's so remarkable how recent anime, barring things like Akira, blow old anime out of the fucking wall. Oh yeah, it's because budgets and proper animation techniques weren't really used for the longest time in anime. Uh, Sakuga, which I talk about a lot, and if you recall, is just a fancy way of saying it's when anime folks use actual animation techniques to make a flowing, smooth animation sequence. You know, your really cool fight scenes, your dramatic dances, your over-the-top anime OPs. Sakuga is what uh, it's known as yeah. in the business. Uh, why they don't just make solid animation for everything? Well, it's expensive because it's all hand-drawn stuff, 2D yep. stuff, except for CG, obviously, but that's a different story altogether. Uh, but more and more, uh, with bigger and bigger studios and more and more budget, we are getting prettier and prettier shows with better compositing, better layering of backgrounds and characters. Uh, the places we get to watch and view seem real. They feel tangible. You can touch them. You can smell them. You can understand exactly what world they are in just by looking at it. And that's a beautiful thing. Uh, and the fact that uh, this is probably one of the best examples of that I've ever seen in my life kind of shows the potential that this show uh, could inspire others with. Uh, KyoAni is very good at uh, inspiring other people. There are, oh, yeah. there are songs and shows and quotes that anime fans will use on the daily in reference to several KyoAni shows. Everything from Haruhi to Kaon to uh, Silent Voice have inspired hundreds upon thousands of folks and that's what I love about KyoAni and especially with this show this is probably one of their crowning achievements one of their magnum opuses as it were because uh, Violet Evergarden takes a, a premise that has been done quite regularly you know the idea of someone being raised strictly for the act as a weapon and killing others or as an experiment to defeat your enemies you know taking a human and dehumanizing them and trying to watch their journey into becoming human again. Yeah. Which, it's a story trend that has been done several times throughout media, and not just anime, but in uh, literacy, literature as a whole. And with Violet Evergarden, it takes that stuff and really amplifies the anime stylings and the really gorgeous effects and trauma that uh, wartime cause. So Violet herself does not really understand emotion at the beginning of the story. Because again, after all, all she knows is killing. She only has one person in her life that she cared about, but even then didn't really understand that she cares about him. Uh -huh. uh, that would be her commanding officer, who uh, took pity on her and tried to take care of her and give her a good place to live after the war sort is done. Sort of like a father figure. Exactly. And after the war is done, he has it set up so that he will, uh, she will go to his hometown, uh, have room and board, uh, and will be able to start a new life now that the war is over. Because since the war is done, the military has no need for her and she's earned her uh, uh, her reprieval as well as the fact that she's suffered injuries to the point where she couldn't really be a super effective soldier even she wanted to be okay so there's there's a lot of elements here and I definitely see there being uh, a lot of potential so is the general story just her trying to figure her shit out basically in a lot of ways yes uh it primarily starts out with her trying to figure out what the hell am I supposed to do with myself oh same seriously we could all use that <laughs> High school guidance counselors either need to be uh, better at their jobs or need to be paid more so they can be better at their 
right? Uh, so, so figured as what, what about the letters? Where do they come in? Well, that's exactly. Uh, once you're done being a soldier, what do you do after that? You still need a job. You still need a way to make money and live. Uh, the her commanding officer uh, wasn't poor. It was actually on the wealthier side of things, but that's not enough to live on by yourself, self-sufficiently. Of course. So, uh, one of his uh, uh, subordinates or coworkers, I forget which, offers to uh, help her out as well and gives her a job at a postal service, uh, hopefully uh, helping to deliver mail and like that. Uh, The thing is, though, she did okay at it, and she was told to deliver these letters uh, as many as you could in the day. But then her broomstick breaks. (laughs) And it's Uh, just... This is the dark uh, Kiki's timeline, yes. Oh, hell yeah. That's exactly (laughs) what I want. Uh, I'm sure it is. You've sold me with that exact line. Uh, It's not too far off. Uh, Less magic, though, more... uh, more, uh, steampunk. All in. That works. Uh, and uh, so she is told that, hey, you should get through these as many, much as possible before the day is done. But being her soldier instinctual programming, she just does everything in the bag until it's gone, uh, which takes literally the whole night with no sleep. Which, not healthy, by nope. the way, guys. Uh, I know we like to joke about not getting much sleep and staying out super late, doing whatever it is we do at night. Uh, you know, partying, uh, going out to bars, uh, watching anime. <laughs> if you need sleep, especially if you are in some of our primary demographics of being a young adult, or some some of you still teenagers, you guys need to fucking sleep. Yeah, also you need to have better taste in podcasts, especially if you're a teenager. (laughs) Also you need better taste in anime, but you know that already. Oof. (laughs) The good old one-two punch to make everyone shut us off. Oh yeah, that's it. We're done. This is the last episode. (laughs) Nobody will listen to us again after that line. Mm. All right, so, uh, so it, it's she, she just keeps going because she, she struggles to turn off. Yeah, exactly. But she witnesses something that she doesn't quite understand. This post office has a unique service uh, that they call auto memory dolls, uh, which is just a fancy way of saying uh, these are some women who will uh, function as stenographers for you. Because in, th- in this particular world, not everybody can write as of yet. But more often than not, a lot of they want to send letters to someone who can read at the very least and that or they might just be very bad at composing and writing their own things you know because after all writing is hard hell yeah brother uh so it's a service that uh you talk with these uh auto memory dolls uh which they're actual people there's no they're not robots or anything like that okay uh it's just their cute little name that they're called uh and they will type up letters uh saying what uh the people want to say but in a more elegant eloquent uh written format because just talking back and forth and if you're to just write a letter the same way you talk, it's not going to come across as personal or as interesting. Uh, it's part of the reason we do this podcast because it's primarily improvisational. And I don't have to write too much shit down. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I'm going to guess that Violet is going to go to to these stenographers, these dolls, and yep. is going to to ask them to to write these thoughts for her. Uh, not quite, actually. Okay. She's actually fascinated by uh, these uh, these stenographers and writing letters as a whole because she sees how happy. Uh, someone gets uh, writing the letter and how some happy some people get receiving the letters. Ah, does she want to become She wants to dolls? become a memory doll. Oh, hell yeah. This is having super kiki vibes, mm. obviously in a mature, more mature way, yeah. but it's still fallen 
heading down that road in a very like human seeing other people's stories through what they send kind of way. Exactly. Uh, and I'm, I'm really liking that. Yep. And that's what this story is, Remington. She becomes a, an uh, auto memory doll and is through listening to people and trying to learn how to type on a typewriter, uh, learn the language and all that stuff, as well as uh, and hand delivering them that herself because not only does she write them, but she also hand delivers them just so that she can, because uh, th- not only are they stenographers, but they're they're also for a higher, uh, like they're on call, basically. Yeah. You, if you live hundreds of miles away, you can call the service and they will send out a, a memory doll to you throughout a variety of ways and you can have them sit down with you, write a letter and the different episodes are kind of of the week stylized uh, experiences that Violet has where she tries to kind of understand how people function as a whole, maybe learn some things for herself while also helping others uh, express their feelings that are rather difficult to say in person because it's much easier to say things that are written down on a piece of paper than it is to just walk up to someone and be like, I, ooh, mm, you see, uh, <laughs> whoo. That's the Sean Rollins high school experience. Yeah, that, that that's why uh, you you had me write down uh, write write down a letter for you and then hand it to your now girlfriend. It all worked out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how it all. That's how it happened canonically. Uh, you joke about that Remington, but that legitimately happened to me in high school. <laughs> I am not making that shit up. Uh, one of my first relationships, uh, I uh, she had a friend ask me out, and I was like, well, I'd rather be asked out by the person himself. So she walked up to me with a handwritten letter, gave it to me, and ran off. It was like something straight out of a shoujo manga. Of course. Uh. Which, hey, being the weeb that I am, I was like, I didn't think that actually happened in real life. Uh, I guess... I'm, here, I'm about... We know we got a few younger fans. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you guys the fucking secret right now to asking out that boy or girl that you're interested in. All right? Or anything in between. We can't be too this, exclusive. This this has a very high success rate. Uh, and even when it fails, it's fine. Is the great thing. Uh, what you do, 100% patented. Uh, you go and you ask them out. Oh God, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 Remington, Remington, Remington. <laughs> You can't just tell people to what face to face with words. Yep. Here, I'll even give you a script. Hey, I think you're really fantastic. I was wondering if you are free on third day here, uh, and maybe we could go out for dinner or good old soda pop or or go to one of them nickel features or. <laughs> The script fell apart a little bit. Yeah, no, I it, much like Reki Kawahara's works. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, you guys get the idea. There you go. There's the secret. Uh, but but uh, away from amazing relationship advice, seriously, just do it. Uh, back to Violet Evergarden. And this show, Remington, it hits home in a variety of ways for different people. I thought I was going to be fine throughout this show. I made it to about episode 10. Ooh. Uh, episode 10, by the end of it, I, I was on a... See, I first watched the show on a flight to Disney World. <laughs> oh, good God. Uh, sat in just uh, uh, first class, which we got bumped up to because, you know, people are dumb, but that's awesome. It was great. Uh, I'll probably never sit in first class again. It's so goddamn bougie. <laughs> I know. Like, they, they actually gave me, like, a blanket. Oh, fuck. Like, a whole blanket? I still have that blanket. Proletariat, rise up. Uh, Team Remington, take down Bougie Sean. <laughs> <laughs> bougie Sean is, uh, is, my, is my next stage, actually. <laughs> 
<laughs> your, your evolution. It's not even my final form. Uh, so but, so you're you're just watching it. You start like tearing up. Yeah. And they're I, like, what's wrong? Like the altitude is just really getting to me. Basically, like I was just kind of sat next to my mother on this plane, and uh, she was wa- reading one of those magazines, like Cosmo or whatever it was, whatever whatever <laughs> normal people read, whatever moms read. Yeah. Who knows? I, I love you, mommy. Uh, <laughs> she and I'm just like watching this, and I get to episode ten, and I'm start watching. And I'm like, oh, this is. Oh, I've heard this. Well, I see where this is. Yeah. No, it's not gonna. Oh no. Okay. This is rough. This is rough. And then uh, by the end of that flight, which was quite a long flight uh, from here to Florida, I had finished the whole series, and uh, it looked like I had gotten off of a red eye because my eyes were very <laughs> red. Well, I so far this seems like a show that's totally down my alley. Yeah. It has a bit of a slow start, as a lot of these shows tend to. But honestly, I think that's fine. Uh, and, and as I have clarified many times, it's okay to have a slow start and have a f- to and to have slow pacing. There's a difference between that and inefficient storytelling, which so many people still. Well, this show does not have that because it only has 13 episodes. Oh fuck yeah! Plus an OVA that uh, is coming out, a movie, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and care to take a guess at how highly this anime is rated, Remington? 8.35. It's too low. Oh, 8.56. 8.62. <laughs> This is ranked number 60 on Mal currently. God damn! Which means it's one of the highest rated ones we've done. That's insane! Uh, granted, that's only through for about 300,000 users. But then again, this show on paper isn't going to attract the weeb masses. All right, well, I, it seems like it's down my alley. I, right now, I'm optimistic. I really hope that I end up loving it because I think it has the potential for that to happen. Oh, dear God, please let it work out. Yeah, honestly, man, it has some very human moments and some very sad moments. That's what I'm all in on. Because after all, if you're on a journey to try and figure out what emotions are, what feelings are, and then you get them and you realize how many people you killed and how many lives you've ruined or how many lives you've helped uh, ruin in uh, comparison, how are you going to handle that? Is is this just uh, an elaborate metaphor for my emotional well-being being shattered throughout the podcast and now I need to learn how to feel again via this show? Something like that, yeah. (laughs) It's a very good allegory. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, so honestly, Rem, just keep an eye on that. Think this is one of the best uh, written shows of the year. One of my top of 2018. Let's go watch Violet Evergarden. Hello and welcome back to the show. And that is not how I start. <laughs> Damn it. The second halves. Fuck me. All right, let's try that Take again. Two. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming four episodes of the hit 2018 anime, Violet Evergarden. Personally, I would have liked to uh, consume more, but it's the holiday season. It's complicated. And it's such a short show that if we were to come back to it, we could get it done in one spurt. And I feel like four episodes, good, solid, healthy amount of the show to start with. After all, this show is something quite wonderful and Remington, I am terrified because the more <laughs> negative things you say, the more likely people are going to kill you. Because Remington, we did a Konosuba episode and the responses we got from that episode were about what I expected. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a great episode to, to announce the Patreon on. <laughs> you just pissed off hundreds of people. Yeah, just good old like, hey guys, we're gonna be asking for your money soon. Also, here's just a big middle finger. Yeah, and that's how you know I'm authentic. (laughs) Hey, we want your money, but also fuck you. Big old double bird right in their faces. I'm nothing if not honest. (laughs) Obnoxious but consistent. (laughs) 
Uh, but Remington, the real question is, are you going to break people's hearts two weeks in a row, or are you actually going to have some positive things to say about a show that is almost universally loved? Well, Sean, uh, we know that people have been out shopping uh, both for gifts and for pitchforks, torches, gallows, the like. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're all stocked up and, and ready. The guillotine was a nice touch, in my opinion. I uh, feel oh, like... yes. Uh, I, I will say that I believe people are going to bring out the pitchforks and the torches, although I disagree with them bringing them out. Last week, although I, I disagree with their opinion, I expected them to bring them out and, and knew that, and that's fine. This time, they're, they're likely to bring them out again. However, I don't think they should. Remington, you better have some really good fucking explanations. Otherwise, it won't matter what you think. This will end up being the last podcast episode because your head will be in a basket. Well, let me clear up everything right now. Get right to the chase. Uh, I I did like it. I give it a thumbs up. It's getting a thumbs up. And that's why I think that people shouldn't go with their pitchforks and torches. Uh, But they will because quite a few other things that I am going to say... Remington, you sound nervous. Uh, I, I, you know, I just, I just know what the response is going to be. And so I can try and elegantly meander on around it, but I, I know it's going to come. And sometimes I totally deserve it. Like last week, I deserve it. Like I think they're all wrong, but I deserve it and I recognize that. This week, I do not deserve it. I'm giving it a thumbs up, y'all. Yeah. Take what you can get, goddammit. But the thing is, Remington, as we have learned in the past, if you give something a thumbs up and you like something, they're going to latch on that negative thing you say super hardcore to the point where they're gonna be like I fucking hate it some people got mad at my full metal alchemist brotherhood opinions despite me arguing that it is the best true shonen I have ever seen in my goddamn life but that wasn't enough for some people so let's face it I'm gonna get yelled at no matter what yeah basically the real question is is how much of it you'll deserve but you gave it a thumbs up that's a good sign because if you didn't give it a thumbs up Ram uh ooh uh I might kill you (laughs) so how should we how should we traverse this this labyrinth of goods and bads? Well, Remington, the show is kind of complicated in a, a variety of different ways. It's a little hard to talk about characters purely because really it's a character study on one main character uh-huh. uh, with some supporting characters around and how those supporting characters affect her as a whole and her growth throughout the series. And of course, only seeing four episodes of a 13-episode story is limiting uh, for a lot of that. You don't get to see some of the major revelations that Violet herself gets to go through more on more along the lines you kind of just get introduced to her personality her lifestyle what she believes and how she handles uh, problems in the world and you get a little bit of growth at the beginning but after that it's kind of hard to really break down a whole 30 minutes uh, worth of podcast on just her for four episodes worth (laughs) yeah Uh, otherwise honestly Rem I think we just kind of have to go at it just in uh, broad strokes because this show is one that has a lot of tiny detail and a tiny nuance that makes it what it is and without getting into two major spoilers for the series you should go watch it it's really good it's a quick short easy binge and it'll make you feel like a bit of a husk afterwards because (laughs) it does some things to you but really Remington I suppose the first question I need to ask from you is did you at least like the way it looked oh it was so beautiful absolutely stunning I didn't like the water Uh, what what the fuck do you mean you didn't like the water I know the water I felt like was trying too hard but everything else 
house was stunning. The water was trying too hard. It's yeah. water. No, but in, instead of going like beautifully stylized, they just tried to go like super detailed and weirdly CG. Uh, and I didn't, I don't know, it didn't drive with me. Are you kidding uh, me? I, I thought that it would, I, th- I can appreciate the water. They put a fuck ton of effort into it, but it, 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 it fell flat. But everything else, wildly blue, wildly beautiful, so pretty, so good. Oh my God. Especially with some of the things that water is involved in later in this series, you are going to piss off so many people. <laughs> I mean, one of the most iconic series uh, scenes in this entire series involves water. Oh my God. I, I think it still looked nice. I just think that it didn't jive with me as much as I wanted. So, uh, <laughs> the water did Who nothing wrong. Remington. That was, that was going to be the first negative controversial opinion. I was going to have. I didn't think I show. would be so offended by it either. <laughs> I love water physics, and anytime I see sexy water physics, I just get so excited. And I, I agree. I just thought that this, these were a little bit off. Oh, no, They, no, they no. were sort of in, it was uncanny valley water. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> it was good water. I, mm, okay, it Remington. Was, it was fine. But you at least admit that this is probably one of the most beautiful shows we've ever done. Yeah, so, so pretty. It's it's up there with, like, a, a Your Name and stuff, where or, or even, like, a Slime Reincarnate, which I always forget is beautiful. But well, it's a different kind of beautiful. It's a different kind though. of beautiful, but it has some beautiful moments and it's okay. not as beautifully it's not as consistent with its beauty but it, it hits it home oh yeah especially in those first couple episodes but no violet evergarden is like watching an oil painting yeah it, it's just really really solid there was there was like two weird moments of animation where it was like strangely framey in a weird way uh but oh, they were in the minority i do not want to give the impression that that's how it generally is overall it's fantastic and amazing on that front okay that's that's kind of a point in your favor remington i'm still <laughs> salty about the water hashtag water did nothing wrong uh but that is one of the things that the show is heavily praised for it's uh, argued that it's one of the most beautiful shows we've ever seen in terms of anime especially in a tv series oh yeah and i i would definitely lean towards that being correct thank goodness it anime has evolved past the the, the ancient times where as as i mentioned in in part one barring akira shit tended to be pretty damn ugly <laughs> Budgets are rough. Yeah. Uh, as <laughs> we are all too aware. Hey. Looking at our uh, blanket fort. <laughs> yeah, blanket fort studio. That's, uh, that is a great, we, we, we record in the blanket fort. I mean. It's accurate. It perfectly encapsulates how childish we are. It, it, that That's very true. All right. So, so what, what point should we move on towards next, Sean? Well, uh, let's have a talk about some of the supporting characters then. Because Violet clearly is the main focus of this show. Of course. Uh, I want your opinions on some of the supporting cast because I like to think that they are all very uh, interesting in their own right. They all have their own motivations and their own desires and how they connect with Violet is very interesting and how they motivate her to improve is just as interesting. In fact, crucial to her improvement because this entire show is about how Violet grows as a person because you have to remember, she's only 14 and she's been a child soldier for a minimum of four years. Yep. Which, oof. Yeah, it's a big oof. Like, it it's one thing to bring up child soldiers and war and PTSD and things like that, but four years minimum of brutal murder and killing uh, at the orders of a, a military, even though you don't quite understand what you're doing, it's pretty heavy-handed. It's a very clear and uh, balanced uh, or 
origin for why she is the way she is, but the characters around her are how she learns to understand what emotions are, what people are feeling, how she becomes the auto-memory doll she wants to be. So what are your thoughts on some of them? All right, so I'm about to make a comparison that I'm going to make a couple times, and people, I think people would agree with this comparison for very different reasons that I'm making. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I'm making comparison to uh, another KyoAni, uh, Silent Voice, right? Oh, no. Uh, hey, Silent Voice got a thumbs up for me. I will remind everyone it got a thumbs up for me. It's also got a lot of hate directed at you as I'm well. I'm aware. Uh, Silent Voice, I thought, was one of the most emotionally captivating things I had ever seen, while at the same time, it it lacked a bit of of depth nuance and and the characters were uh, less dimensional than I would have liked to see. Now, these characters and these side characters, they seem to have stronger foundations than the ones in Silent Voice, where they they don't seem to, they, they seem to have a bit more dimensionality, but they're still not quite as fleshed out as I would like them to be, and I recognize that it is still early and they will have plenty of time to grow. That being said, it has had time to lay those foundations uh, and and it has plenty of time to do so. These characters have been on screen quite a lot. It's not like they've just very suddenly been introduced. And and while I think that it does a great job of introducing these characters, you will very quickly understand what these characters are about. I still wish that it did a little bit more with with traversing and transcending the tropes because it, it starts out with great tropes It'll add a little bit of nuance to those tropes, but it, I, I I still don't think it goes as far as I personally would like it go. Oof. Okay. That was a very eloquent way of saying that you think they're just tropes. But but better. But better. <laughs> Basically, take take so, some of the stuff I said from Silent Voice uh, and all the comparisons I make of it. This handles all of the issues that I'm going to compare with Silent Voice better than Silent Voice, but it still has quite a few of the same issues. Well, I will say that the development uh, d- for these characters does get pushed along a bit more. Oh, of course. Uh, granted, the focus is still primarily on Violet, but uh, as you saw with just the most uh, the fourth episode that we finished, uh, the episode surrounding Iris and uh, her familial situation, you kind of have a bit more of an insight as to who she is as a person and her growth uh, from going back home and interacting with her family and trying to understand the different perspectives of what her family wants of her and what she wants from her family. Of course, and I think just- Generally, so far, the, the storytelling has been pretty solid. It's been a slower pace for these first couple of episodes, but I think it's still been been pretty solid through that slower pace. You've still been pushing things generally forward. Uh, and I, th- I think that being able to uh, to, to see uh, these different elements, like you you talked about the, the premise in part one, and I, I said that it was just going to be mature Kiki's delivery service. Uh, and so far, we've, we've seen a tiny bit of that in the most recent episode. Yep. And, and that great, great premise uh and it's exactly what i i want to see with this finding those those truths that in in a way that we hide themselves hide them from ourselves right and uh expressing it in such a way i think that there's a lot of fascinating elements that can be very strong here i think that obvious i think that obviously that is pushed forward by the characters i think with the characters interactions there's been a, a bit bit much on the melodrama without establishing firmer foundations for some of the characters uh so 
far, everyone just either starts off hating Violet and then is suddenly okay or is just suddenly okay from the get-go without a lot of development, with some exceptions, but still, I, I think the relationship building isn't quite there. The relationships themselves are actually quite decent. I think the relationships that it shows, it shows solid relationships, solid bonding, solid interactions, but the building of itself, they just sort of say, yeah, and then that's just gonna be that way instead. And I, I don't think that they, they've given it enough on that front either. You are gonna piss off so many people, Remington. I'm throwing in compliments left and right. I know I will, you are. I will I know point you out. Are. But it, it's the... Uh... It's the exponential difference, right? You're like, oh, this is amazing, amazing, amazing. But there is this one thing. And they're like, well, what, what, what's up with that one thing? Why you got to bring that one thing up, you piece of shit? And, and uh, my response would, why does the show have to have that one thing be that way? Uh, don't worry. There's one opinion I have that's going to piss everyone off. Oh, God. Uh, we've yet to get to that one. There is one opinion I have everyone will fucking hate. <laughs> we've, we've yet to reach that point, but Remington, we will. You're, you're, on, uh, you're on thin ice here, my man. <laughs> I, I also think that as the, the story is sort of developing, there, there are a few moments that I think don't really make sense. Like when talking about the, the dolls writing letters for, for different people, right? And of course, Violet is working on uh, becoming a doll herself and working on being able to write these letters. And so she's in training to be able to write those letters. Uh, there in, in episode two, I believe it is, there's two separate instances where someone is very frustrated about the letter that was written for them, right? They are are very angry. It's it's not at all what they wanted to convey to that person, and they're pissed. However, with any good transcription service, you'd let them read it, or you would read it back to them before sending it, which would only take a, a small amount of time, and it, it should prevent those issues. And it just feels like something they just sort of generated to create a drama. It was it was a minor plot hole, but it seems so so obvious. Like, well, the the first time it happened, it was in the process of having the letter read back to him. Yeah, yeah, but and but then the, and then the other one just is just not at all like it was sent and everything and you don't you're not gonna check that out. You're not gonna. Yeah, it can only really be explained with that particular person just blindly trusted Violet and uh, the re- letter got written and sent out. And... But that makes less sense because already she, she would have been more wary because the the woman who came in she wants a love letter written. She ends up getting Violet to do it even though she wanted a different person who wasn't in that day because she had heard all about her specifically and was told you can't go wrong with her specifically. So if anything, it gives us reason to think she would hold it to more scrutiny rather than less. It was it was a minor thing, but I think it's indicative of a general trend that I, I think this show has more heart than thought. And that doesn't mean it doesn't have any thought. I want to clarify that right now. I'm not saying this is a mindless, stupid show. However, it will focus a lot on the emotional truths. And if it has to forego logical consistency, uh, then it is is perfectly fine with doing so. And I think that it, it does it a little bit more than I would personally like. I understand why it may favor one over the other. That being said, I still would like more logical consistency, generally speaking. Ah, it's because- I gotta have so much fucking nuance in this because the weebs are fucking ready, Sean. They're they're foaming at the mouth. They, they want to be like, he called it mindless. He called it stupid. It's like, calm down. <laughs> Listen to the words I am saying. Be be a good doll and interpret what I mean from this shit, okay? Okay, that sentence taken out of context. <laughs> 
is going to piss off a lot of people. Uh. Because if nobody's seen the show and is listening to you on this, if they just clip that, <laughs> you are going to get so many angry emails because I'm It'll pretty anyway. sure there are people that uh, do not appreciate being called dolls. <laughs> I, I, another another point that's similar to this is is at one point Violet goes to a, a school for for uh, for the dolls for the auto memory dolls to become a good auto memory doll. Uh, but it's the worst school ever. It's supposed to be like this great class that'll that'll really uh, help form amazing auto memory dolls, right? Uh, and it's really bad because with, with auto memory dolls, it, it's emphasized that like the emotional truth is the thing, and the emotional truth it's the role that auto memory dolls have within broad, the broad story. The whole point is finding and searching that hidden emotional truth, not just what is said, but what is meant. And uh, and so you have Violet, who's amazing at everything except the absolute worst at that. She She's fast, she has good vocabulary, good grammar, but she, she is god, god, god awful at finding any emotional truth. So she initially doesn't graduate, which also it never shows, uh, other than one critique of Violet, you're not doing it, it never shows them even trying to explain or describe like emotional validity other than saying this is what you gotta do th which is so dumb for school but then they end up coming back because because Violet has shown she can make one sentence that has any amount of emotion in it and she's like all right no now you now you're accepted now you can graduate uh and and that just it, it felt real wonky and I understand once again it's because they're providing the emotional value of the thing right over the logical consistency but unfortunately if you forgo logical consistency too much then it can make some people, myself included, feel like the emotional value is is unwarranted in that circumstance. Once again, this is just another example. It doesn't do it all the time, but these moments matter. And this isn't the thing that's going to piss people off. Oh, thank God. No, I'm asking you. Oh, no, that's it is. Of course, everything is. Oh, no. Everything. Everything will piss everyone off at all times. And this isn't good. And this isn't your big, uh, this is going to piss people off. Oh, no, 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 no. This isn't the big thing. Oh, no. No, 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 no. You see, because as I can talk about where it has a lot of parallels with uh, Silent Voice in that it, it has a little too strong on the tropes and that it, it often doesn't have as much nuance and depth in the in the details like that and with the logical consistency. Uh, meanwhile, while also being super emotionally captivating and it does all those things still better, even though it's flawed, still better than Silent Voice, the number one gigantic flaw that is in this show, Sean. Don't say it. I think I know where you're going. Don't say it. Is violent. Evergarden. Oh, fuck off. Because Violet Evergarden, she's a little robot girl. And she is the exact robot girl trope that you have seen a million times. Uh, I don't I don't know if you've ever watched Stranger Things, but I remember when I was first watching season one of Stranger Things and one of my least favorite characters was Eleven in season one. Because How great. It was, now you've got the Stranger Things fans out. Hell yeah, us. brothers. Uh, I, I ain't afraid. Season one was terrible except, except Steve, okay? Season two, much better. Uh, uh, but uh, season three, I haven't seen. Don't have an opinion. But uh, it's right. one of my least favorite characters was Eleven because it's the same old trope of, oh, but I don't understand human things. Teach me human things. Ah, well, this is human things. Oh, so misunderstanding about human things? No, no, no. This is human things. And unfortunately, I, I have no fucking clue why this is such a popular trope where, oh, they'll be too literal. They'll misunderstand common manners of speech. They won't quite understand those things. I don't understand why this is such a common trope, and especially why whenever this trope is fucking 
fucking used that it's always in the exact same way because it's not good. It's not interesting. We've seen it a million fucking times and it, it just feels like it's annoying because I'm like, okay, we get it. Just move on. It's always the same exact arc. And unfortunately, Violet Evergarden in episode one, I wrote Robot Girl, too much to the trope maybe? And I, I put a question mark and I was hoping to be proven wrong. Unfortunately, in the four episodes we've seen, that's it, it has so strongly reinforced that. And don't get me wrong, one of the main tenets of the robot girl who doesn't understand human things trope, uh, regardless of if they're actually a robot like Eleven, uh, where they just don't understand human things, is, is that they will grow. They will always grow the human things. They will become human. Uh, however, it's still real fucking annoying and it's so overdone. And Violet, it's still interesting. Violet still has great moments, right? I'm not saying that she is all 100% a terrible character. It's just so damn unfortunate that they have decided to go for a terrible, shitty, overdone trope and fall so in line with that trope. Well, this was a fun uh, show that we did together, Remington. You know, I've known you for almost a decade now, and I thought, you know, we might be able to scratch out another decade at least. You know, 2020 was just around the corner. We'd have some fun with the 20s, you know, bring it back to flapper dresses and all kinds of fun things, speakeasies, all that stuff. But unfortunately, it looks like you're going to be dead by Christmas, my man. Yeah, uh, definitely not speakeasy. Speak very hard in this case. Uh, speak, <laughs> speak very difficult with 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 what is said. And, and very loudly and very violently. Yeah, yeah. As the mobs soon en- encompass everything. Uh, I, and I, I know that's going to be a terrible opinion because the, the nature of, of Robot Girl, people find it charming. People find it endearing. They want to take care of it. Oh, you don't understand, but I will induce you. Oh, look at them not fully understanding. Uh, and and it just it's never worked for me. And it and also it's just not at all different. It's not unique. I I wish that it was gonna be different. I put the question mark hoping on my notes. I put the question mark hoping that that it it was an indication I was getting that wasn't true. Uh, but it, they they doubled down on it many many times. And and she's not just that trope, but she falls perfectly in line with it. And she does nothing to transcend it in uh, in a meaningful way thus far. And don't get me wrong. I, there's going to be people who are going to say, well, you don't understand with her history. Of course, she's she's uh, she doesn't understand that she's only known the, the military life beaten into the formality and routines and the emotional part of her broken down by war and violence and, and seeing the people she cares about uh, ripped away from her. Blah, blah, blah. I get I, I understand. No, I, I saw four episodes. I get it. I get it. I know that there are justifications for it within the story. However, they could have made the story different, uh, or at least the character, and there would still be motivations for it where you could have have her just be a little bit different, or just a little bit less robotic, uh, and it would still it would still work. And I would argue it, it would be better. Uh, she could still be emotionally detached and naive, but not full on robot girl. Well, I've lived a good life. You know, it's been it's been it's had its ups and downs. Uh, haven't had to kill many people in defense of myself. <laughs> <laughs> my friend. Uh, but at this point, I am going to have to practice the, uh, using all those uh, fake uh, Japanese swords I have lying around because, my God, the mobs are going to be coming for us. They're uh, they're on their way. And and I think it, it does a great job. One thing I do like about Violet is is how it displays her, her backstory and how it juxtaposes so often her backstory moments, which are, are dark, gritty, often bloody with uh w- with just the very bright present, right? And, and that's, that's a nice thing. I think the transition 
conversations that they have are are great there and they they really help explore that uh i just wish there was a little more to her initially because she starts out fully robot girl and once again yeah i get it she grows all robot girls grow that's that's their defining quality they except become for, human except for when they don't in ba- a lot of really bad stories yeah well i mean only the, the worst of the worst if, if you're if you're if the trope is robot girl robot girl needs to become human girl uh it, it starts out with fucking pinocchio i don't know what else there's to say but pinocchio started this shit and now we have 11 from stranger things pinocchio is my waifu <laughs> i've always been more of a geppetto man myself <laughs> you see and he I, knows his way around some wood ah but i i find the extending factor of pinocchio <laughs> is just pristine you know ruining childhoods once more look i had to bring something lighthearted and humorous into this because it might be the last thing we ever do and so uh with with with, with that being said i i want to just turn on back to to a very strong note i i give the show a thumbs up i like the show Except i don't you- even necessarily hate violet evergarden the character i just think it's very unfortunate the trope they decided to to cling so strongly to because it's not a great trope and they didn't do much with it, unfortunately. I still think there's so many great foundations. The idea that after being objectified for so long that suddenly viewing yourself as anything more than an object, that's fascinating. I think it could be explored a little further, but it's started to explore it and that's a great idea. The the notion of going to each of these different people and figuring out not just how they behave externally, but what they mean on the inside inside those hidden emotional truths that we all have but we all struggle to open up and share and being able to recognize that how do we recognize that how do we how do we share those things either through ourselves or or with another person those are great ideas and as i think the execution isn't always there and that at times it foregoes a little logical consistency at times once again it still has a lot of emotionally captivating material there it's a very worthwhile show. However, it is far from perfect. Yep. Nope. I've lived a good life. Uh, <laughs> Remington, the thing is, is it's not me you have to apologize to. <laughs> because it, while it hurts me, yep. uh, I've developed a bit of a thick skin for you. Yeah. Uh, not the only thing, pardon me, that's thick. <laughs> but the skin is definitely the first foremost uh, uh, attribute. I had to build up my defenses because you have torn me apart many, many times. Uh, your criticisms are fair and valid. I will say that. Uh, I don't often say that, but I'll say it this time. Uh, I disagree with you because I think that she's one of the best examples of this trope ever done. But people you really need to apologize to, Remington, are all the people that recommended this show to us. Because as soon as I uh, gave out my uh, my uh, hints uh, all the way back in the end of 2018, people were like, oh, Violet Evergarden is easily that one. That was the first one everybody <laughs> guessed. And I'm like, well, yeah, how could you not? Because uh, there's only like four other anime that deal with letters and yep. only one of them is really worthwhile. While. I'm sorry, Tagami fans. I'm not a fan. Uh, too generic and too unfinished. Um, yeah. But oof. Uh, apologize to Livy, Miguel, Remington, KJ, Carlton, Hugh, AZ, uh, Phoenix, Ellen, and Samuel, plus about mm, 16 other people on our Discord. I-, I do not feel the need to apologize because I'm glad they recommended it and I'm giving it favorable reviews. So there's no need for apologies as this is, it's gone well. And if and they th- it, many of them, I imagine, thought I would 
would like it because it has a, a lot of human qualities and I did like it. It has a lot of human qualities. And so they, they, they got what they asked for. You know, <laughs> you know what happened to the famous uh, American uh, official, uh, first treasurer, Alexander Hamilton. Uh, you know, he stood by his ideals. Yep. Yep. And that standing by his ideals so vehemently and not even feigning an apology. You know what happened to Alexander Hamilton in the end? He had an affair he really shouldn't have had. Yeah. And also, he kind of got shot. Yeah. So, spoilers, by the way, if you haven't seen Hamilton. Uh, or if you haven't read a history book. Which... Let... <laughs> spoilers for your American history class. Let's be real. Before Hamilton, nobody gave a shit. <laughs> I, I, I hate that that's true, but I was one of the few people who actually found that shit interesting Well, beforehand. Well, let me just say, I'm not going to allow you, Sean, as, as Thomas Jefferson or or any of, of the angry weebs who are the anti-federalists take down my constitution, my treasury. I am building a, a great goddamn nation based on principles, and I'm not going to let everyone else's rose-colored glasses ruin this bullshit. So what did I miss? <laughs> Well then, Remington, in conclusion, you like the show, but you have some problems with it that are going to piss a lot of people off. I, I Let's face it, I don't think I could like it enough for the weebs not to get angry at me. Oh, you just have to not say anything. <laughs> and I think it'd be fine. You could have just been like, yeah, you good show. Yeah, Job's yeah, if, done. If, if, <laughs> if, you, if you just stop listening to this episode after I say I like it, thumbs up, then, then you're fine. Then I won't get any negative feedback. If you listen to anything else, uh, then you'll be angry. Basically, it's okay, Remington. I have simmered my anger and I think that'll be enough for everybody <laughs> else. Uh, whether or not we have another episode will be, well... Stay tuned! <laughs> Turns out, Dylan, not a bad secondary host. <laughs> so, we'll have to see what happens to you. If all of a sudden you hear Dylan in a future episode, it probably means you've been murdered. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm dead, so that that's what happened. Uh, it's okay. I've been practicing some light necromancy, and I'll be able to bring you back in the future. Oh, perfect. Fantastic. Then we're set. All right. And then, without further ado, I have to ask, Remington, any chance you want to go watch some more Violet Evergarden with me? Yes, I would, Sean, because to reiterate, to reiterate once more for the angry weeps. I did, in fact, like this show. I hope, for your sake, they believe you. <laughs> and with that, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed our uh, tiptoeing through the tulips of debauchery that is our podcast, then please leave a review on whatever platforming... Uh, platforming? We're platforming now. I believe in you. On whatever podcasting platform you listen on, especially if you happen to have a little time out of your day, would you mind just jumping onto iTunes, that little purple icon on your iPhones, and just dropping a little review. We do not care what you say. Just put your favorite waifu down. We appreciate that. <laughs> and and finally, if you guys are able to and willing, if you really want to support us, we officially have launched our Patreon. You can find that at Dylan. Insert the link right here. Our URL is patreon.com slash anime out of context. Once again, that is patreon.com slash name of the show. <laughs>
Oh, I can't wait to hear his buttery smooth voice just talk over you. It'll be great. Uh, it'll also, there'll be a link in the show notes as well. Remember, only if you guys are able to and willing. If you can't, leave a review, tell your friends. That's more than helpful enough. But if you want to go the extra mile, then we, we cannot express the amount of gratitude we have that people have even asked for and requested it. And along with the, the Patreon, we're going to be creating quite a lot of bonus content, which is, is great for basically everyone except me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Remington. You, I feel like our little pre-conversation snippets are really fun for uh, you. No, yeah, they, well, there's, there's, we have banter before every episode. You guys will be able to see that. You guys will be able to get episode zero. Which I don't know why you would want to listen to that. It's just oh, going to make God. you hate Remington even more. Yeah, it, it's not about an anime. It's something we recorded as, as a test for the format before anything else. And don't worry, it's still controversial bullshit. Uh, that we'll also be doing a monthly special episode, which will just be another 30 minutes of content every single month. Uh, a whole lot of stuff. Go check out the, the Patreon if, if that's what interests you. We we have some some great tiers. Uh, at, at least check out the, the, the different tiers because- they're... You're going to be shedding some yourself. <laughs> and with that, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. And as always, don't fuck your sister. Be a good doll and interpret what I mean from this shit.